Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Grand Island Central School District's podcast, Inspiring Viking Values. I'm your host, Brian Graham, superintendent of the Grand Island Central School District. I'm really excited that you're listening today because this podcast is designed to celebrate our amazing students, their teachers, our staff, and administration as we all strive to inspire our school community to achieve their greatest potential. We plan on sharing inspiring stories from Sidway, Kegabine, Huth, Veronica Connor Middle School, and our high school on a regular basis. So everybody, let's get started. Today on our podcast, we are here with Mrs. Hillary Kretz-Harvey, the principal of Grand Island High School. There are approximately 900 students attending our high school, and it really truly is a pleasure for me to get out of the office, walk down to our schools, and engage with uh, our principals, our teachers, and our amazing students. So, Hillary, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for joining us at GIHS today, and thank you for having us on your podcast. Absolutely. You know, I'm really excited. Uh, through your leadership, uh, the high school and the social studies department has been moving in a direction of uh, attaining the seal of civic readiness. So I know that's really the topic today. But before we get too deep into that, maybe just share with our listeners how the month is going so far and what is inspiring you as a principal in the month of March. March has been a pretty fantastic month at Grand Island High School. We are just coming off of our Spring Spirit Week and our Clash of the Vikings event. Uh, That created an amazing buzz across our whole building last week for teachers and students. Our teachers and students both had a really fantastic time at Clash Night. Everyone left pretty exhausted, but in an awesome mood. Uh, We also had a fantastic art fest last week. I don't know if anybody had a chance to see it, but man, our district art teachers really put together a fantastic show. I can't express how outstanding our student artistic talent is in our high school, as well as across the district. Uh, We really had some exciting events over the course of the past couple of weeks here at Grand Island High School. Yeah, I I agree so much. And and I think at Clash of the Vikings, before that, there was like another cool event going on. Was it That's right. Salsa Night or yes, something? Yes, we had Salsa Night, which had been on pause for about four years. We right. had hoped to have it right before the pandemic hit. I know. So none of our current students had experienced it before, but we had well over 100 students dancing for several hours before Clash, eating tacos. So it was <laughs> amazing. Our Spanish department put together a fantastic fest. Yeah. So one other thing before we pass the microphone around. Who won Clash of the Vikings? Maybe Sid should say who won the Clash of the Vikings. We'll we'll tease that for our later interview. All right, so uh, we have some special guests around this beautiful table, which, by the way, uh, i got to take a picture of. This was created by our tech department, and it's absolutely gorgeous. Uh, So around the table today, we have many guests, but the first guest we're going to introduce is Julie Bowen. She is a social studies teacher here at Grand Island High School, and she's one of the members of this team that's creating this pilot for the SEAL Civil Service. I'm sorry, the seal of civic readiness. So, Julie, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for inviting me to this podcast. Yeah, I'm really, uh, I'm really thrilled to get a chance to interview you. I know you've been a teacher with us for a few years. Uh, just maybe share with our listeners what inspired you to pursue a career as a social studies teacher. Well, this is my 24 years in education here at Grand Island High School. I've always had a passion for history and 
I decided to change my career from nursing to educator, and I became a social studies teacher. Yeah, wow. And I, I, I'm just guessing, but even as a nurse, you really are educating anyways, right? You're educating patients, maybe educating doctors, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Telling them, hey, do it this way. But that that must have maybe been one element of why you switched and pursued this career in, in teaching, I'm just guessing. Is that no, a fair you're statement? Correct. Yeah. You're correct, yes. Yeah. I worked with COPD uh, patients, wow. and I uh, taught them how to use inhalers, um, when to come to the emergency room, yeah. and it, it was very rewarding, but I wanted to work with students. Yeah. So 24 years. Yes. Congratulations. Thank that you. That is amazing. So uh, is there anything inspiring you this month? Yeah, I think it's the fact that we're back to normalcy and having students participating in all activities that Grand Island has to offer them. Yeah, I, I would agree 100%. I've been doing a few podcasts this year with superintendents and here at Grand Island, and I hear that a lot, that it's really about getting back to some of the traditions and exciting elements, as Hillary shared with us earlier, that make school special, uh, including this, this pilot, which we're going to talk more about uh, very soon. So thank you for being here. And I'd like to also introduce another special guest. Caitlin Wojciechowski is here. She is also a social studies teacher in the department and a member of this team uh, working on the seal of civic readiness. Uh, Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Hello. It's good to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So this is your first year at Grand Island High School. And I know we were talking off mic. Uh, You worked for many years at at, uh, Silver Creek. Yep. Yeah. And what inspired you to pursue a career as a social studies teacher? Um, Like Mrs. Bowen, I also shared a love of history um, and had a passion for education. Teaching then became what I wanted to do, and I pursued it from there. Okay, that is great. And where did you you get your uh, uh, collegiate work done for this? Uh, I went to Damon College and Buff State. I graduated from Buff State. I I went went to to Damon as well. Mm -hmm. That's great. So I want to ask you this month, what what is inspiring you as a teacher? Um, I share the same inspiring moments from March as my colleagues. Um, The energy of Clash of the Vikings week was very inspiring. It really was. And um, that was Part of the reason why I wanted to join the Grand Island team was to be a part of a really vibrant and active school community, and Clash showed me just how strong that is here in Grand Island. So I found that inspiring and had a really nice time at Clash of the Vikings. Excellent. So today we get to hear who won Clash of the Vikings. I'm so pleased to introduce Sydney Knight. Sydney is a senior, an athlete, and just one of our amazing students uh, that we're so proud of. Sydney, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me here today. I, I am so happy that you're here. Just uh, share with our listeners just a little bit about your journey as a student here at the high school. I, I, I've seen you uh, after school and extracurricular activities, but just share with your listeners some of those important activities that you've engaged in over the four years here. Well, I'm a part of many clubs here at Grand Island High School. Um, one of them being I'm, the member, I'm a captain of the varsity basketball team, a member of the varsity volleyball team, National Honor Society, Student Council President, Class Office Vice President, a member of Donate Life, 
uh, a member of Students Against Destructive Decisions, and hopefully soon a member of the Business and Marketing Honor Society. Yeah, congratulations. That's really exciting. And after school, I know you're going to pursue a career in business and maybe business analytics. Is that right? Yes, finance and then business analytics. Excellent. That's really exciting. And what is inspiring you as a student here at Grand Island in the month of March? Honestly, the spirit of Clash really inspired me because everyone just became all together in one and all celebrated just a lovely week because it's my second week of Clash in my four years of high school, and it was just great, so great to see everyone together and get so excited for the games once again. That's true, and we have to congratulate the freshmen for winning, right? Is that what we're gonna? <laughs> is that the big announcement today? No, no. <laughs> I want to announce that the seniors definitely awesome. won. Awesome. Yes. <laughs> All right. Well, congratulations and welcome to the podcast. We have our final guest here, and it's Caitlin Burns. Caitlin is also a senior here at our high school, and we're very pleased to introduce uh, introduce you to Caitlin. So Caitlin, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me. You're Oh, it's so great that you're here. Uh, maybe just share with our listeners uh, some of the things that you're involved in too here at our high school. Yeah, so I am currently working on getting into the National Honor Society. Okay, good luck with that. Um, I've also been a member of the varsity swim team for four years, as well as this year I was the captain of the team, and I also am a member of the indoor and outdoor track and field team. Wow, congratulations. I'm so proud of you uh, to be captain of the swim team and to engage in another sport like track is uh, really, really uh, wonderful, and I hope, I wish you luck in your pursuit of National Honor Society as well. So isn't it true uh, after high school you might also swim at the collegiate level? Yeah, next year I plan to swim for Fredonia. Wow, congratulations. And maybe just share uh, what are your specialty areas in swimming? My specialties are the 200 IM, the 100 fly, and I also do some distance swimming, so the 500 and the 200 freestyle. Wow, congratulations. Do you have a favorite event? Um, probably the 200 freestyle. Yeah, that's great. So uh, maybe share, like Sydney did, what's inspiring you as a student here this month at Grand Island High School? Um, as we are approaching the college decision date, um, I think it's just really exciting to see everyone starting to wear college shirts right. and college sweatshirts. Yes. And I think everyone is really starting to get super excited to see what puts ahead. Yeah, well, that's so well said. And thank you for joining us today. So I want to circle back with Hillary. Uh, Hillary, maybe you could just share with our listeners uh, some of the work that is being done behind the scenes to pilot the seal of civic readiness. Sure. So I'm not sure if we shared it already, but Julie is our um, social studies department chair. So Julie and I started this conversation right around this time last year, I believe, that this could be a really great opportunity to push our students um, to go even further and become civic-minded individuals. This SEAL involves some specific coursework and activities that really require our students to become informed and engaged citizens who are willing to take action and navigate the social world. 
Um, this seal is a really a formal recognition that a student has attained a high level of proficiency in terms of civic knowledge, civic skills, civic mindset, and civic experiences, which is really such important knowledge and experience for our students at GIHS. And creating this opportunity really directly aligns with our district mission to inspire our students to achieve their highest potential by fostering academic excellence, personal growth, and social responsibility. Our students who achieve this seal of civic readiness have really demonstrated a high level of commitment to participatory government, to civic responsibility, and civic values. These students also have to complete an action project in civics or social justice, and that demonstrates to colleges and future employers that these students really recognize the value of civic engagement and scholarship. Yeah, that is really great. Um, and thank you for giving our audience that overview of why this is so important to pursue, and I'm glad we're doing it through a pilot first. Uh, I want to go to Sydney. Um, Sydney, as a student um, who has been engaged in the Seal of Civic Readiness pilot, uh, maybe just share with our listeners where you are personally with the special work related to earning the Seal. Well, recently I have turned in all my paperwork in order to see the Civic Seal. In the criteria for demonstrating proficiency in civic knowledge, I have taken four so social studies courses, received mastery from my regions in global and geography exam, and United States history exam, and then finishing the section, I was also currently enrolled in AP Psychology. Okay, wow, that's pretty yes. intense. <laughs> And then in the criteria for demonstrating civic participation, earlier this year I received 100 on my civic policy paper in government. I'm also a part of Unified Basketball this year and the year previously, which completes civics experience area one. And then I took criminal law and public speaking this year in order to fulfill civic experience area two. Okay, can you just uh, take a moment with me? You mentioned not only the coursework, but working with Unified Basketball. How is How does that make up I think you said uh, the the first part of the seal of readiness. The unified basketball makes up the civics experience area one, which is completing over twenty five hours with. Um, okay, in, in some type of volunteer work with, say, our school. Yes, a okay. service learning project. Okay, great. So, could you have chosen something different than unified basketball? Yes, I okay. do have volunteer hours in other areas, but I chose this one because it, it was my favorite. It is really one one of the most exciting things that we do is unified basketball. So I'm, I'm really proud that you chose that and, and are working with students who have, uh, you know, uh, that have different abilities. And it's great that you're participating in that. So those were the two components that you've uh, completed so far and turned in all of your coursework. Yes. That's fantastic. So, Caitlin, uh, maybe you can share, yeah, as Sydney just did, uh, where you are in your pursuit of the Civic Readiness Seal. So, I have also been able to turn in all of my coursework, as well as um, I'm currently taking AP Gov, Government, and AP Economics. So, that was able to help one of the um, things you need. I also took um, America's Wars and Foundations of Knowledge, which are both excellent history electives, as well as what I'm most proud about is, just like Sydney has achieved her volunteer work, I have also gotten 25 hours of volunteer work outside of school. Okay, great. Yeah. Can you share a little bit about that journey and that volunteer work? Yeah, so I do a lot of volunteering through my church. So one thing in particular is 
Last year, I was able to help raise over a thousand dollars to donate money to Ukrainian refugees. Oh, wow! Yeah, and um, this year, currently, I was able to help gather over two hundred canned goods to start our own little grab-and-go food pantry really? outside our church. Wow, yeah. wow. And where is your church? Um, First Presbyterian Church of Tonawanda. Excellent, excellent. So that was a brand-new initiative at the church to have that grab-and-go. Yeah. I like I like how it's called a grab-and-go, right? That, that yeah. uh, parishioners can just, you know, stop in, take what they need, mm-hmm. and off they go. And it's such a way to connect with the parishioners um, in, in, a, in a very informal, I'm guessing it's an informal uh, yeah. experience. Yeah, it's quite informal. It's kind of like we have this little like um, storage cabinets um, in our parking lot. And so really, it's just meant for anyone who needs anything can come take what they need and because we have and go because we have a lot of people who walk the stretch in front of our church. So we were able to try something out similar this winter where we turned a tree out front into kind of like a giving tree. Okay. And we had a bunch of hats and scarves out there for people to take. So it went well. So we're really excited to see how our food pantry goes. Yeah, how it grows uh, with the initiative that you and others have done. So excellent, Caitlin. I'm very proud of that and proud of you for uh, being a leader in that area. So maybe just share your perspective on the importance. and, And you said it, I think, yourself, how... Uh, one of the most exciting parts of this journey for you ha- has been that volunteer work. Uh, what are your thoughts about um, encouraging other students to engage in work like that, uh, wh- whether they're pursuing the seal of civic readiness or not? I am, think volunteer work is absolutely awesome. I have been lucky enough to where I am able to give back to the, the community. And I've always thought that if I have extra to give, I might as well give. So I think that's kind of a message that everyone can take in. Yeah, that's perfect. So, Sydney, I do want to ask you, too, your thoughts about your peers. Just like uh, Caitlin was saying, um, what are your thoughts about your peers uh, pursuing this in the future while also engaging in uh, volunteer work? I feel that pursuing this in the future just makes me well more well educated and more knowledgeable in the subject, as well as volunteering. It just makes me feel like a better person, and I see a difference in my life and a true impact that it's had on me. That's great. And um, would you would you recommend that other students pursue the seal of readiness after you graduate? Yes, I think it's a great idea. Excellent. And. Um, is there anything else from your perspective that you think would be important for students or parents who are listening today uh, as they consider in the future uh, having their child participate in, uh, if this moves from pilot to a full-blown seal of civic readiness program, uh, what else might students or parents need to understand or consider uh, for their children in the future? Well, most people look at opportunities like the civic seal as something that looks good on a college resume, which I believe it does. But not only does it look good for a college resume, it looks good on you as a person. And I believe that it really just expands your knowledge and you can learn more about the government today. Okay, I love that so much. Caitlin, is there anything else you wanted to add uh, to support Sydney's thoughts or your own uh, considerations or for parents and students to consider in the future? Yeah, I have to agree with her. This has been an awesome opportunity, and I also I 100% agree that it's not only a good 
doesn't not only looks good on a college resume, but I feel like it also helps gain skills that you need in the real world as well. That's great. Well, Julie, there's no doubt that we have two wonderful student representatives with us today that um, really are giving me, actually, as the superintendent, a good understanding of this program. But I I did want to ask you, um, maybe if you could share with our listeners, the value you see in adding the seal of distinction for your department and for our school. Well, I think it's really important um, that you know, I think every student is capable of obtaining the seal. Even our students who might not think they're strong academically have so many avenues that they can take advantage of to showcase their civic responsibilities and civic values. Okay, yeah. So, so that's really important. Uh, a really important message. So, a student um, who may not be taking advanced placement courses could actually receive this seal of distinction. Absolutely. And this is something that we are going to introduce to our freshmen in all grade levels next year. So we're really excited to start this seal here at Grand Island. Okay. So um, would you be able to share with us, uh, whether it's you or Caitlin or Hillary, what are the minimum requirements to attain the seal? I'm going to actually hand this yeah. over to okay. Caitlin Let's because she's it. prepared for that. All right. I love it. That's great. She has paperwork. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. So, uh, Caitlin, I, so my question really, you know, is, is built off of what Julie just shared, um, that every student can attain the seal of civic readiness if they follow, I guess, at the the base, the basics, the minimum requirements. So maybe share with our listeners and parents and students who may be listening, what are those minimum requirements? Sure. So there's a menu uh, of options that students can explore or look at. So each option is point-driven. So each option comes with a point value. Okay, that's and interesting. so students need to achieve six points Neat. total. So they, they can see a menu and say, as long as I get six points, okay, so yeah, yes. share, share more. That's and great. that's how we presented it to our seniors this year. We actually gave each senior one of these papers and helped them fill it out to see where they stood right now. And for many of them, they saw quite quickly that this was already attained. So I think that's an important wow. message for oh, parents. R- really? Yeah, like students have already put in the work probably wow. without realizing it. I I had Sydney, so I know Sydney was an right. example of that. Right. Now there is an extra level of that. Sydney also had to take what she did and reflect on it and it wasn't just like a oh you automatically yeah, get yeah, it. There yeah. is a reflection okay. process. All right. So it's that's not an automatic it's not an automatic give. Mm. Um you have to take your civic experiences and knowledge and then also um, complete the appropriate criteria for each category. We have a uh, Grand Island um, package, okay. if you will, like yeah. a um, so that students are aware of exactly what they would need to do for each piece of criteria. Got it. While they're when they're eligible, um, and some of the work is going to be obtained through their coursework that they're required to do, and some could be from taking electives, taking more advanced courses, but it's not required, Um, and then also even participating in the extracurriculars, as the the girls had mentioned. Um, Additionally, there's the opportunity to do the service learning project, which really could just grow for many students out of their government project. So the 10 hours that they're required to do is sort of the 
starting point or could be the starting point for that project. And then they would take the initiative to do those 15 more okay. and earn um, the civic experiences as both students here had. Sure. So how, um, this is great. So you're going to introduce this to our freshmen so that they're well aware ahead of time that, that this journey is, you know, is Available. wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, you said the minimum number of points is six. Mm-hmm. Uh, have have our students some in the pilot gone above and beyond six? Or is, yes. Yeah. Do you want to share a little bit? Sure. Yeah. So I can use Sydney okay. as an example. Um, Sydney, I believe, had four points on the left-hand side. It was actually, all, that's all you can get from the left-hand side, okay. which is your civic knowledge. Yeah. So you can't get all six of your points from one side of the menu. Okay. Because you really have to show your well-rounded um, civic participation and knowledge so you can't just have one and not the other you do have to dip from both sides um so sydney had all the maximum amount of points on the left in civic knowledge she also as she stated had the 1.5 from our project in government um the criteria for our government project is that students are an 85 or higher on um their paper that we do in class so that would automatically get students a 1.5 on the right hand side of the menu so sydney was eligible for that um, as she got a hundred, um, Sydney also was eligible for the civic experiences area one. I'm not sure how many electives would have qualified for her, but I believe it was two. Um, and then she also would have had a, an array of potential extracurriculars to use. So Sydney might have been closer to nine or ten. Is that accurate? Points. Okay. Yeah. Wow, that's really impressive. And yeah. It, and it does help parents and students visualize. Uh, you know, if I if I get the minimum, great, uh, and people can go above and beyond and challenge and push uh, even Absolutely. further. Um, and that is fantastic. So from your perspective, Caitlin, in this pilot, besides our wonderful students with us today, how, how is it going and what, what have you seen above and beyond Sydney and Caitlin? Um, I think the students who have responded to this are very excited to have this recognition, recognition of all the work that they've put in and done. And they get various recognitions from clubs and organizations, but this is kind of a a package or a culmination of all this work that they've put in and something that they um, will get as part of their diploma and will have a special recognition at graduation. And I think that that has been one of the motivators for it, um, that they're recognized for, for all that they've done. In the future, we hope to grow the program so that more students participate and that more students realize that it is attainable. Um, And we tried to convey that in government and econ in the fall that students were already on the way. They just had to kind of take it to that next step. So I think if we can try to incorporate this at the earlier stages of the high school level next year, we will grow a really fantastic program here at Grand Island. You know, Caitlin, I do have one more question for you. So I was just thinking about uh, some students, and I love this menu idea, right, that that there's control and choice given to the students based on points and based on the variety of the menu. So if I'm a student and I've I've met the, uh, the basic minimum number of volunteer hours through, say, participation in government, right? And I think that's 10. Yep. Yep. But I'm not super excited about doing 15 more hours in some other area. What are the options available to me as a student uh, if I'm not that thrilled with doing 15 more hours? So success on the 
government paper, public policy paper, is another avenue um, to get ah, to earn 1.5 points. Interesting. So an 85% or mastery on that paper would automatically qualify students for 1.5 points. Um, joining an extracurricular program um, that has work-based learning okay. built into it Interesting. is another. So Interact Club would be a good example of that. Students in National Honor Society right. is another example of that. Taking a social studies elective course, again, that highlights or promotes civics engagement is another way to to earn that if a student did not want to necessarily, they didn't have the ability or avenues to yeah. do the service learning project. I do I do love that it's menu-based and Absolutely. you're just putting it right in the hands of the students to uh, select the path that meets their personality and uh, interests. So yeah. you might have a kid who just loves doing research and, and that's what they're going to do, right? And we do have a student right now doing that option. Yeah, and, it, and it's a really in-depth research project on, what you say, public it, policy? It's a public policy paper. Yeah, yeah. wow. That's really impressive. Thank you so much. So, Julie, as we wind things down, is there anything else you would like to share with our listeners as it relates either to the pilot or to future endeavors with this readiness uh, seal? So this is a Grand Island High School pilot. Only We've only offered this to our seniors um, because we did want to pilot it to see how things were going to work for us. We do have a committee, which we will be meeting um, sometime after April 30th, early okay, May, nice. to go over all the reflections. But moving forward, we will be completing the application and submitting it to the state. So we will be an official school uh, for students to earn that seal of readiness. Yeah. Well, thank you uh, to everybody here today for everything you're doing to pilot and to learn more and to communicate more about this uh, wonderful opportunity. So Hillary, same thing for you as we wind things down. Is there anything else you'd like to share? It could be about the pilot or anything else that's uh, of interest to you. Absolutely. I would just like to say what Julie and Caitlin and our social studies department have been developing with this pilot has been really fantastic and just such a wonderful opportunity for our students. As you heard from Sid and Caitlin today, um, it helped them maybe look at some of their academic experiences over the course of the past four years in a little bit different way, right? And reflect a little bit more on some of the engagement that they have had as good citizens at Grand Island and across the Western New York area. So that has just been a fantastic experience for our students and I think speaks really strongly to what our social studies department believes in firmly and stands for and tries to instill in our students. Um, we're really looking forward to how this project continues to develop over time and all of the really thoughtful um, projects and experiences that our, our students continue to have as a result of this Seal of Civic Readiness Action yeah. Plan. Well, this is really a great job. Well done to everybody. And for our listeners, if you uh, like this podcast, Inspiring Viking Values, make sure you follow or subscribe in Apple, Spotify, Amazon, Odyssey, and Stitcher, and so many other podcast platforms where uh, Inspiring Viking Values is currently being published. Thank you so much for listening this week. Thank you for joining us today on this inspiring Viking Values podcast. Remember, once a Viking, always a Viking. Right